This is the Mark and Mark Show podcast. Oh, here we go. Now, here's Mark and Mark. Let's do it. You know I had to start with this song I again. knew you were going to do that. Get ready, dude. For the next year, two years, three years, whatever we're doing, this is going to be it. <laughs> Once we go live, like live stage show, Tone Loke's going to come and do the song. That would be awesome. What yeah. the hell is Tone Loke doing these days? I don't know. You know what? That guy, he's probably at Walmart. No offense to Walmart, but as you walk in, he's like, let's do it. You know? God. Uh, show starts off with a bang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing okay. Yeah. As I said last week, I'm living, breathing. Exactly. I woke up this morning, mm-hmm. looked in the newspaper in the obituary section, Uh-huh. didn't see my name. There, that's a good. very good thing. Yeah. Very good. You didn't see my name in there either, did you? No, I didn't. All right. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. What happened during the week, man? Anything oh, good? Do you have man, any stories? Anything happened? I did this week. I just feel like I worked all week. And that's all I did, really. Yeah. And I filled in for people over the weekend, so it's been nonstop. You get paid extra for that? I do. <laughs> there you go. a good thing. Yes, always so a positive thing. you go into work, you mm-hmm. get paid extra, and right. you don't have time to go spend money. Right. So that's a good weekend. That is a good weekend. Yeah. And I went to a rock concert over the weekend. Which one? Uh, it was Skillet. Skillet. What's Skillet? They are um, an up-and-coming band, and okay. they are a crossover, but they are a Christian rock band. Okay. But they, they rock that show. Really? Yeah. And uh, free tickets, so again, didn't have to spend money, but I still had fun. That is one of the perks of working in radio. Right, right. I love it. Um, I'm a huge music freak, as you know, and for everybody listening, I'm obsessed with music. I love every type of music, and I never really started taking advantage of this (laughs) free business of concert tickets Uh up until the last probably six or seven months, and I'm obsessed with it now. Mm -hmm. I love it. And you know what I actually really love the most? Country concerts. Huh. Those are the best, man. Hey, you just went to a big one over the last couple of weeks, didn't you? I did. I went to go see George Strait, yeah. Reba McIntyre, oh, wow. and Leanne Womack in St. Louis. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I have a story about St. Louis. All right. <sighs> man, hold on. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Got to have my Pepsi for the show. Right. I don't think I can make sound effects again with my Starbucks. Here's how you can make your sound effect. Ching, 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 ching. What did that puppy cost you, Mark? This one did cost four bucks again. What is it? It is an orange banana mango smoothie. It sounds good. It is good. Is it healthy or is it all sugar? I I guess I should check that. Yeah. It's healthier than knowing I'd be putting sugar in coffee. Probably healthier than a soda. <clears throat> the soda that you're drinking now, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> so should I tell my story about St. Louis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is kind of lengthy, though, so I don't want to bore people. All right. Let me try and whip through it here. Yeah, let's... All right, so me and my buddy, we go down to St. Louis. I guess I have to preface this by saying my buddy's gay, okay? Hmm. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying. I mean, in, it comes into the story here. I was just going to ask okay. that. So this guy, he's a radio guy. He works down in Champaign. We're boys. I actually met him when I worked down in Decatur, Illinois. He's the first person that I met. He was the night jock on the Top 40 station, and I was going down there to do country. So my boss who ran both stations, said, hey, you know what? There's a guy about your age that does the top 40 station, does nights. Why don't you go take a ride to the other facility, hang out and meet him, you know, and then he might be able to introduce you to some people and, you know, get you some friends. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I walk into the studio. I meet this guy. We just became really good friends. First night that I walked into that station, it was a Thursday night. I'll never forget it. I walked in. Here I am. This is my first radio gig. So I come into town. I would have been listening. I moved in on a Wednesday. Mm. So I come in Wednesday night into town. And, you know, I'm doing things in my apartment. I just moved in, moving crap around, you know, hanging the shower curtain, doing all the crap. (laughs) 
and uh, I put on the Top 40 station, okay? Because I worked at the country station, so I wanted to hear the, the night jock on the Top 40 station. Right. So I put this on. So I'm listening to him do his show, and I'm in awe of this guy because this guy is the night jock in Decatur, you know? Mm, He's right. running things, in my opinion. Yeah. I think this guy's the coolest thing since sliced bread at this point. <laughs> so the next day, as I said, my boss says, hey, take a ride, go over there and meet. His name's Josh, great friend of mine. So I walk in, I see him doing his thing, and man, I'm like, dude, this is cool. You are the night guy, the top 40 dude. Awesome, bro. So, you know, we start talking a little bit, and he's like, hey, it's Thursday night, and there's a university down in Decatur, Milliken. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, we got a good, um, there's a college out there, so Thursday nights, everybody goes out. So I got about 20 friends over at this bar you want to come with. <laughs> okay, I'm in, man. You don't have to ask me twice. And this guy's a drinky, too. We have we have so much fun when we get together. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in that way. Not in that way. <laughs> we keep the line straight. You know what I'm saying? But you, you know, oh, you, you get do. the point. Yeah, yeah. You get the point. So um, anyways, he takes me out to Milliken and we have a blast. And you know, whatever. So I find out, I, know, I found out at some point he was gay. It doesn't matter. I, so that's my story about Decatur and meeting him. Let's brush it up for, what was that, four years ago, five years ago. Mm-hmm. Him and I, we take down a trip down to St. Louis. This was three, four weeks ago. Get down to St. Louis, um, check into the hotel. We have a few beers, take a cab to the George Strait concert, Mm -hmm. do our thing. Then we get out of the concert and we go to a bar down at, um, what do they call it? LeCleed's Landing, I believe, down in St. Louis. If anybody's ever listening, you've been to St. Louis, you've probably been there. It's like right (laughs) on the river there, right near the arch. There's like 20 bars or so. You, of Mm -hmm. course, wouldn't be there because there's not 20 Starbucks loaded. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) At least not that time of night. (laughs) Right. So we start out at LeCleed's Landing, have a couple drinks. Then we hop over to another bar that everybody was telling us to go to. So we go to the door. Now, I have an expired ID on me. That's all I had. (laughs) The guy at the door wouldn't let me in. Wow. Yeah. Probably because it was an out-of-state ID. I tried giving the guy crap, you know, and I'm like, really? Like, do you really have to enforce this as your job? I'm legitimately 21 years old. We can call in the police officer who's 10 feet away from you. Have him run my ID in your car. My birth date will show Hmm. up. Your bar's going to make some money. Like, what's the big deal? I'm I'm legit. I hate this rule about bars. It bugs me so (laughs) much. Like... I'm legitimately, you see how mad I get? Because listen, listen, if you, if I owned a bar, I understand there's fines and all that, but if really, okay, let's say the guy let me in and the bar gets fined because my ID's expired, like that's really going to happen. But if Mm -hmm. it does, when we all go to court to prove that I'm right, Right. the guy's not going to have to pay his fine. True. Mm-hmm. That's it's got to be. Well, they're going to prove your age is correct. Yes. So they didn't so violate what's the anything. Point? Yes. Yeah. Why not let us in and make money? <laughs> let it. Let me meet some girls. There were hot <laughs> girls in this bar. That's why I was so mad. I saw all these girls going in, and I told my buddy, I'm like, hey, you're gonna have to play straight card tonight to help me out. You know, because mm-hmm. you can't be the gay guy. Like they're gonna all, hey, he's gay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're probably gonna hang out with him. <laughs> like. I'm not going to get anything out of it. They're right. going to take shots with that guy. Yeah. So, you know, he he was up for it. He was going to help me out. And, uh, well, we get denied. So then I'm talking to the, I want to call him a name, but I won't, talking to this guy. And I said, all right, man, since we can't get into your bar, where else can we go to have a good time? He said, well, take a walk up that street. There's a place called Tallulah's. So we walk a mile to Tallulah's. It was like 25 degrees when we were there. Kind of cold. Right. Okay. We're not wearing coats. So we go to Tallulah's, walk in, hand the guys our ID, they let us in, Mm -hmm. and I start to really walk in, and there are disco balls hanging from the ceiling. (laughs) 
There are mirrors on every wall. There are pink and blue neon lights. You're saying this place was calling to him. I don't know if that was the case. I'm not 110% sure. No offense, Josh, again. Yeah. He does listen, by the way. Hey, Josh. Awesome. Hey, Josh. What up, buddy? Anyhow, so then we proceed to go to the bar. Now, I see the bartender, and you just know Mm -hmm. the bartender is gay. So now I have a gay bartender. I'm with a gay friend. (laughs) I have disco balls hanging from the roof. I have mirrors surrounding me and pink and blue lights. And I'm really starting to notice the crowd in the bar. <laughs> we're buzzed at this point. You know, we're, right. we're drunk, okay? I mean, we're not out of control. We know what's going on, mm-hmm. but we, we have a good buzz going. Right. And I look over at my friend, the gay guy, and I say, hey, Josh, do you notice anything about the people in here? Anything about the atmosphere? <laughs> Perhaps a little different? And he says, no, nah, buddy, I don't really notice anything. <laughs> Go ahead and take one more look around this place. Just really take a nice look. Mm-hmm. And he kind of looks around and he says, you think we're at a gay bar? <laughs> and I said, you're asking the straight guy if we're at a gay bar. I'm asking you if we're at a gay bar. What's going on here? We order some drinks. I said, well, you know what? We're here now. It's mm-hmm. cold outside. Let me have a few cocktails. Let's see where we go. Mm-hmm. We order a round of drinks and we go to, well, he goes up to the guy who checked our IDs at the door, the bouncer. Right. And he asks him, hey, is this a gay bar? The guy says, no, it's not a gay bar. <laughs> what? So my buddy comes back over and he tells me, hey, the guy at the door said it's not a gay bar. <laughs> so I had to go over there and double check this. So I went to the guy at the door and I said, hey, buddy, level with me. Is this or is this not a gay bar? Because it kind of feels like a gay bar to me. And he said, bro, it's not a gay bar. We just happen to have some gay patrons tonight. <laughs> You mean the atmosphere, like everything you described about the decor, if you will. Yes. That's sort of a gay word. Um, <laughs> sorry. It's okay. You know, like the colors and the disco balls and all that, really? Pink and blue lights, mirrors, disco balls, the gay bartender, <laughs> and the gay crowd. Because describe to me the place you just left. Oh, the well, I couldn't get in all the way to oh, see it. Oh, that's true, that's true. But I saw probably, and I'm not kidding you, about 20 girls walk past us that mm-hmm. were attractive. Uh-huh. Um, a bunch of like frat boys kind of, you know, mm-hmm. just plaid shirts, backwards hat. Right. You know, everybody was liquored up. Right. It just was like a college well, but, bar. But this place, obviously. Oh, oh not- and there was karaoke going on At to the top bar. it all off. Yeah. Is that kind of a gay thing a little? Mm. I mean, I know. I mean, I don't mind karaoke, but it seems like But that- it's not at the normal. I mean, you go to a specialized place to do karaoke. Okay. You would think. I mean, I don't know. Well, whatever the case. So I guess it ended up not being a gay bar, but there were just a bunch of gay people but there. But it obviously didn't look like any other bar you've been to no, in your life no, ever. No, 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 no. <laughs> did not look like a place in Wrigleyville. It did not look like a place in Lincoln Park. Um, I actually have been to a gay bar in Chicago. I went with uh, Josh was here, but I also had my girlfriend at the time. And who else did we have? So we had, oh, he had a girl that he had with him. So I was with two girls and him. Hmm. And uh, that's another story. Right. <sighs> I'm not a big fan of gay bars. Not because I, I don't have a problem with it. Just I got hit on a lot. <laughs> so I felt very uncomfortable. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyhow, we're at the gay bar, and we're doing our thing, or we're at the Tallulah's, whatever it is, gay or not gay bar, and we just get drunk, man. We got tore to the floor. I, there were a couple girls at the end of the bar. I was having drinks with them for a while, and mm-hmm. then I ended up seeing this girl on the dance floor, 
I like blondes, okay? And I love girls with southern accents. So even better, I love St. Louis for that <laughs> matter. Well, I see this girl and I'm kind of giving her the eye because she's kind of looking at me. And then she like fingers me across to come onto the dance floor. She's dancing mm-hmm. at this point. And I said, I kind of looked at her. I don't really dance. I'm not a dancing guy, huh. you know? I just don't enjoy it. I think it's because I've been a DJ my whole life. All right. So I like to you facilitate. Yeah. yeah, I like to do that. I'm not a dan- I could dance if I need to or want to, whatever. But um, I just, uh, so I th- basically told her I couldn't dance. <laughs> so five minutes later, she comes over towards me. And she like comes towards where I'm sitting and we sit down and we start talking. What we're talking about, I have no idea. <laughs> no freaking clue. The, the only thing I know is that she had a southern accent. Mm-hmm. We talked for a few minutes. And as soon as I said, I'm from Chicago and I'm only here for one night, she beelined for the door. Like, not huh. the door, but just ran away oh. from me. Yeah, it was very odd. So I don't know what her thoughts were. Right. Apparently, it wasn't just to hang out with me for one night. Right. She was, she was looking for commitment in a long time. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> but from what I remember, she could have been my wife. So I'm kind huh. of upset. Yeah. Wow. She was hot. Hmm. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't She was an exactly illusion? what I'm looking for in a girl. That's why but, I was just like, man. But you said you hardly remembered what went on that night. So well, how do you know that she no, didn't I remember have that what she effect. looked like. Okay. okay. Clearly, I could picture her now. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry for so, wait. So wait, why were we talking about this again? Did we get to the country concert? Is this before or after the country concert? This is just goes to show that I have bad ADD and you <laughs> are forced to listen to it. I guess that's the case. I, was it that that's bad right. a story? No, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It's just funny that I guess we one go more there. thing. Since we've gone this long with it, mm-hmm. may as well continue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what she said. There you go, buddy. For? I had I to cue him up on that. Sorry. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> we get out of the bar. The bar closes down, and man, where we tore to the freaking floor. Hmm. We were gone. We had a lot of drinks, a lot of drinks. Hmm. So we leave the bar, and we start walking down the street. Now I'm a little drinky. I feel like I'm Hulk Hogan, basically, when I drink. (laughs) So we're in kind of a rough part of St. Louis. We're about a mile from our hotel. And I said, hey, let's walk back to the hotel. It's 4 a.m. Now, did you know St. Louis has a lot of crime? St. Louis is not the best city in the world. Right. But I don't care. And my buddy's sitting here, man, it's kind of a bad area. We probably shouldn't. Dude, bro, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Nobody's going to do anything to us. So we start walking down the street, walking for about five minutes. And I start putting my thumb out. To hitchhike, because hmm. I was, I think I got cold, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what, F this, let's hitchhike. Somebody will pick us up. What the hell? Make the night interesting. Right. Let's see what happens. A car pulls over. Huh. Two girls. Oh. Ding! <laughs> now I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh man, I might be dying here soon, because my wish just came true. Two girls <laughs> just picked us up on the side of the road. These two girls happened to be at the bar we were at. Okay. These two girls were my backup plan to the one that I was talking to in the first place. Okay. Now... I didn't end up talking to these two girls at the bar because I think I got too drunk. Mm-hmm. So I we were just, you know, Josh and I were just, you know, having fun doing whatever we were doing. Right. And they're like, hey, you guys were at Tallulah's. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm sitting in shotgun. Josh is sitting in the back with another girl. Yeah. And we stop at 7-Eleven hmm. trying to get some beer. Okay. Well, they don't want to sell beer to us. The girls said they were going to come back to our hotel room if we sold beer or if we got beer. Right. And they wouldn't yeah. sell us beer. Is it because of the time of day? Or time yeah, because it was night. like 3.30 yeah. in the morning. Mm-hmm. So we ended up just getting a ride back to the hotel with the girls, and they didn't come up, and that was my night. All right. 
<laughs> was that a bad story? No. Are you sure? I don't think it was Are a bad story. Are you bored? No. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, as I said, it, it can't get much worse. Right. You know? Well, it was your adventures in St. Louis. Maybe Josh will chime in sometime about... Maybe yeah. he's going to fill in details that you don't remember next I, week. That guy, I remember more than that guy. Okay. That guy was gone. Right. I was like papa to him. <laughs> man. Babysitter. Yeah. What else is going on? Well, I noticed you're not wearing glasses today, Mark. Brennan. What's up with that? I'm I didn't not. know that you wear contacts. I've, I've worn contacts in the past, but I've just stuck with glasses for a long time. But today I decided to put glass uh, contacts in because I wanted to try out my new goggles for racquetball. Oh. Yeah. yeah like I've been playing racquetball since the beginning of the year. Yeah, you like that. I do. I mean, I'm not great at it. I mean, some of my other friends are amazing at it. But it's still a great workout. It gets me running around, and I'm learning. Yeah, yeah, it's a good hobby to have. It keeps you in shape, right? Right, definitely. That's cool. I don't really play racquetball. All I do is go to the, to the gym. Mm-hmm. Racquetball, racquetball seems very intriguing to me, though. Right. Is it hard? It's a lot of uh, technique. It's a lot of watching the ball because that ball almost has a mind of its own. That's what she said. <laughs> Sorry. And so um, it's just a matter of, of knowing where that ball is going to go. Gotcha. So I'm still learning, and I'm, I just wail in there like a crazy banshee. But it's fun. Now I saw. Did you see the video on the news or YouTube video of the two racquetball players from college? I don't. It was think like so. a week or two ago. These guys took it seriously. Well, this one guy. Is this the guy where they were yelling at each other? Yeah, and the guy, the guy stands up and he's yelling You're in right. the guy's face, like, "Bro, it's racquetball. Exactly. Chill out." I know. I did. Know? I see. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. How yeah, hilarious I'm is that? Not like that. Well, hey, different strokes for different folks, right? Right. Right. That's what she said. Um, I'm trying to think what else is going on. Like as far as working out, that's one of my. It's probably my main cardio. I've I've dropped um, a bunch of weight since the top of the year, and so that's kind of exciting. A few weights, a little core work. Trying to stay healthy, really. Yeah, I love lifting weights. I don't mm-hmm. do any running really because I weigh about 160 pounds. I fluctuate between like 157 and 165. Mm-hmm. And if I run, I know I'm going to lose it. I might get a little leaner and more cut, but I'm not really looking for that. I'm mm-hmm. kind of just looking for size. Yeah. So I don't do. I hate running. I hate it. I don't understand how people <laughs> enjoy it. Right. How fun? Do you like to run at all? Though? I don't do you enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. I there's a friend of mine who's trying to get me to do the Chicago Marathon this year, and there's oh. no way. And a, and one of my buddies at work is going to do the half mm. in September. And so he just started training now, and he's going to do a two-mile thing tomorrow. But apparently these people, like, every weekend do this big, long run. And they'll, they'll by incrementally every week, they'll go longer and longer and longer. And I'm just like, I can't see it. And uh, these people do it, and there's people who are way bigger than me, way out of shape. And to watch them, even through last year— get fit just because they're running three to five times a week and then doing the long runs on the weekends. I just can't. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I have the motivation. Yeah. There's there's just nothing entertaining to it for me. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, going to the gym, I get to see people, you know, you get Mm -hmm. in touch with different characters there. Yeah. I I guess I see the results from working out, lifting weights actually, and not so much running. Well, that's what I mean is you see those results and I don't want to say immediate, but you, you know what you're doing to get to that result. And I just, it's, I think there's more, there's something of the mind and there's more of a reason that, that they, that they choose to do this. Yeah. And I'd like to know what that is. I've heard from a few people that it relieves stress, mm-hmm. you know, it clears the mind mm. and they just enjoy it. So yeah. Yeah, whatever, like I said, different strokes for different folks. Right. So do you want to get into our first caller? Sure. That'd be cool.
And remember, you can reach us at our website, markandmarkshow.com, and email us at markandmarkshow at gmail.com. And don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. It is no cost to you. It is free. And all that information is at markandmarkshow.com. And welcome to the show. You there? Hello. Hey. Hey. How you doing? Good. We won't say your name. Is that cool? Yeah, it's fine. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I figure I'd go by Sandy anyways. (laughs) Great. All right. So, Sandy, where are you from? Chicago. Go ahead and tell us your situation. Um, so I broke up with my ex a little bit less than a week ago, and it was really stupid how we broke up. And we've broken up a bunch of times and gotten back together, but this time he hasn't called me back, he hasn't texted back, and I didn't text him until like a couple of days later. And it's kind of just like hard knowing that it's like definitely like we're not getting back together. And it's just it's weird because... It feels like it's a total gap missing from my life. You know how you wake up in the morning, you text that, text your boyfriend, and then you like go to school or you go to work, and you text that person at that certain time. So you're just so used to like texting them or calling them, and it's just like this big gap missing. And it's, I really want him to text or call me back, and he hasn't, and it's just hard. So my, Sandy, how long have you, how long have you guys been together? Well, we were together for about seven months, and then we broke up for about six months got back together and then we went out for another four months on and off so but it's my second longest relationship so it's kind of a big deal (laughs) well sandy i guess i could say this do you know for sure that it's done um i feel like it because we said that this last time we would um it would for sure be if we break up then we're done and i it felt weird the way we broke up because it just, it wasn't like, oh, we're breaking up. It was kind of like we were trash talking each other and then we stopped talking to each other and it's kind of like nobody said, I'm breaking up with you, but it's just, we both ended up not talking to each other for a couple of days and then that's about it. So, but now I feel like it's definitely, we're done unless he calls me, which I don't feel like that's going to happen. It's been almost a week, so... Can you tell us in, the, in a nutshell without, I mean, you don't have to give us the gory details, but what was the reasoning for this breakup and even the last breakup? Um, this breakup, it was he wanted to hang out with me. I told him I had class. I was driving to class. My friend called me up saying he's making dinner and he's going to go watch a movie. And I was just going to meditation class, but I was really hungry and I was down for an awesome meal. So instead I go to his house. And then my boyfriend calls me up and he asks me what I'm doing and I say I'm at my friend's house and he got really pissed off because he said that he wanted to hang out with me earlier but since I was going to class that he wasn't able to so he just got pissed off that I decided to go to my friend's house instead but my friend was saying that he should have just been happy that I got a decent meal and I was going to hang out with him at the time that I told him I was going to hang out with him anyways so he shouldn't have made it such a big deal. And then what happened next after that was I was talking to my friend about how my boyfriend has been hanging out with this girl a lot and they actually like made out um, apparently for only two seconds when me and him first started talking again. And I showed him a picture of her on Facebook to my friend and he, without me knowing, writes ugly bitch as a comment. 
and then gives it back to me, and then I find out, and then he's like, oh, so do you think she's a bitch? I was like, I don't know. And he's like, well, look at the comments on that photo. And I was like, are you kidding me? So I delete it right away. Two minutes later, my boyfriend calls me up yelling at me, like, how could you write that? And that's pretty much what did it was my friend writing ugly bitch on my boyfriend's friend's Facebook, I guess. (laughs) Well, Sandy, let me tell you this. Um, I don't even want to admit all this. You know, I bet I get it because it's part of the show and we're building character and building relationships with people that are listening to our show. But mm-hmm. I went through the same pretty much thing short of what you just said in the last story. I dated a girl for, it was about a year. Then we broke up. I broke up with her. I had broken up with her like four or five times during our relationship. So stupid of me. And it was just because I'm a really hard person to deal with when it gets down to the nitty gritty and little things make me mad. And I just felt that breaking up was kind of like, just kind of like a push like hey like I wasn't really meaning to break up with her I truly wasn't but I just felt like you know how if you're a parent and you discipline your kid like you're hoping that that's gonna fix it you know you don't really want to do it but you do it well that's what I did to my ex-girlfriend and I did this numerous times and we said the same thing you know hey okay let's give it another shot so we gave it another shot Mm -hmm. and like when I said I broke up with her four or five times like Two of them were just small, itty-bitty ones, but still, you know, she was hurt. She's like, what the hell? You're breaking up with me. Like, we have something. But we had two really big breakups. The first one, we recovered from, and it's the same thing that you said. Well, let's try this again, and if it doesn't work this time, it's just not meant to be. Well, I did it again over the dumbest thing. I broke up with my girlfriend because the the final and last time, because she said she was going to maybe come and help me move with my dad if she got off of work on time. Mm-hmm. Well, she got off of work late and I just got mad and I broke up with her. I straight up said, we are done. That was why I broke yeah. up with her. That There may have been other things in the back of my head and feelings and emotions now that I look back on it as to why I really did it. But that was just the covered reason on why I did it. I know exactly how you feel. I know exactly what you're saying. But from my experience now, it's been six months and... um She's moved on for sure. Like she's dating another guy. Now, I don't really want to date anyone. I'm kind of happy being alone. Like I like it more, you know, at this point, Mm -hmm. because if if I'm not going to be with someone that like I truly love and truly care about, what's the point? You know, I just don't see a point in it. Yeah, that was my thought when we first broke up. I was like, I don't want to date anybody. Like, I just want to be single until I find that right person. And I know I'm not going to find them for a really long time. And so that's kind of what sucks because I, I on and off missed him and he lives really close. So it's kind of hard. Like out of everybody that I know, he lives the closest out of my friends, everybody. So it's just the fact that he's so easy access, I guess. It's just, it makes it even harder. That's why I want him to like move away or something to show that like he doesn't go to any of the clubs in Chicago. So there's no way I can bump into him and that like, there's no way that I can like connect with him. And I feel like it'll be easier, but it's just, and I kind of know that we're like wrong for each other, but at the same time, we have a really good, I guess, connection. We're really attracted to each other, but we like, do you, do you feel like you want to move on? I w- yeah, I want to move on, but I just I can't figure out how. Like, mm-hmm. I feel kind of better after yesterday. Somebody was just a random person that met me, and I started talking to them. Actually, it was a cop. Long story with that. But 
Um, and he was just like, you're really pretty, you're really smart, you're intelligent, you'll definitely, like, you'll find somebody easily. And that just, like, made me feel better just for the fact that, like, I don't know this person. And he wasn't hitting on me. It was just kind of like a nice gesture. And I, yeah. I feel better after that. But it's like, still, it's like, this big void that I'm, I don't have something to text and talk to um, all the time. It's kind of... I feel like uh, that you um, need to find a good distraction. I mean, you're fresh off of this, so I understand yeah. how raw and how hurt maybe and or disappointed or upset you might be, like the emotions. It's just a whirlwind of emotions you're going through and you have to take the time to sort it out. And um, I think you're just going to have to find some sort of distraction, even if it's just friends. Like I wouldn't try to find another guy right now. That's my opinion. That's don't do the whole rebound thing. Yeah. <laughs> find some good friends that you can hang out with and, you know, hopefully in time and you'll know the time that you're ready to find someone again. Well, that's, what, that's what's hard about it, is, like, um, my friends live, like, at least a half an hour away from me, and it's kind of just, like, hard to hang out with them all the time. And, like, I, I just I felt more, I felt happier with my boyfriend. Like, it seemed more exciting, the stuff that we were doing, than just, like, my friends who were just drinking and doing the same thing with their lives and not really doing much, I guess. So... I don't know. This is such a spitting image of everything that I went through. It's not even fun. I feel like I'm <laughs> listening to my story over. I guess I could say this. I'm going to be blunt. If you really care for this guy, you have two options. A, you can give him a call and tell him how you really feel. And if you don't want to do that, you have a long road ahead of you. Mm-hmm. I'm just putting it out there. You have a long road ahead of you because I myself, I'm a really strong person and like I definitely was affected by my breakup. I I still am. I still think about it. There's not a day that goes by that I don't think about it. You know, it's not that I'm depressed about it. It's not that at all. It's just I had so many. The problem with me is my ex would always be down in my area, like down in the city. She'd always come see me like three, four nights a week. She was over. So all the time that we had was spent in my neighborhood, at my apartment, walking by my gym that I go to every day, going on the blue line that I go to every day. She came to my work. So everything that I do in my life, everything I do, she's involved in. It's like, it's wrapped all around me. So it's really hard. You have a long road. The best thing I can say for you is A, it depends on what route you want to go. It sounds to me like you still like the guy and may have been a case of the grass is always greener because that's what I was doing in my, when I was dating her, I would go out with my friends and I wanted to have those nights where I could go out with my friends, you know, but I also wanted her to stay at home when I would go out and I could come home to her, but you can't have your cake and eat it too, you know, and I guess we lost her there. That sucks. But what I was going to finish up saying is I, sh- I know she was in class there because she had said that in an email, so she probably had to go. I guess what really sucks, though, is, you know, you you have to come to a point in your life where you say, well, what do you want more? Mm-hmm. And that's the hardest thing because I know people will say, well, if it's the right girl, there's going to be a balance. But for me personally, I don't think I'm ever going to find that balance because no matter what, and like my ex, she would come out with me to the bars, even though a couple of times I had to drag her out just because I'm like, hey, like, let's just get out of the house. Let's go to this, you know, go hang out. Let's mm-hmm. do something. And there, she kind of wanted to stay in a lot, like towards the end. She she just wanted, like, she was really getting into that mode of like, hey, mm. like, let's stay in. Like, we're more like husband and wife, you know, like, let's <laughs> chill. We don't have to do this kind of stuff. Right. It just, it just kind of got annoying after a while to me. I don't know if I could look back on it now. 
I don't know. I don't know what I would do because I haven't, I've hung out with a few girls and I've dated. I don't want to say I've dated. I've hung out with a few girls. It's going to be really hard to find that replacement. When you have mm-hmm. that bond with someone, right? man, that's hard. And I almost feel, I had a conversation with my mom about this. I Going through a breakup in a relationship is almost worse than death. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I get it. Yeah. Because listen, let's say, let's just for sake here, Mark Breda, let's say me and you were dating. Okay. L- let's say okay. you died. Okay. There's nothing I can do about it. You're right. gone. I There's... can't ever have you back. Mm-hmm. You and I are never going to be together. I know that you're right. dead. You're long right. gone. The problem is when you break up and that person's still alive, mm-hmm. you wonder what they're doing. Is that other person right. making them happy? Are they thinking of you? You know what I'm saying? And that's what really like is the knife in the heart that is turning slowly. Mm-hmm. So, it's those things, it's those steps that you take after a breakup and or after a death. Because like you said, in death, there's a point where you have to accept it. Yeah. And like you said, there's nothing you can do. That person yeah. is gone. Yeah. And the thing is, you could treat it that way. I mean, yeah, it sucks. But in the relationship aspect... I mean, depending on where it goes and what you've decided, you have to come to accept an acceptance thing. Yeah, you're going to wonder what's going on. You're yeah. going to wonder what she's doing. You're yep. going to wonder, yeah. And, like, that's why I suggested to her is that I, distraction was probably not the exact word I was looking for, but more you've got to replace it, really. And I don't mean replace it with a guy. I it's mean, like, void. whatever that void is, even if it's mm-hmm. temporary, mm-hmm. because you're going to be ready for the next relationship at some point. You're just going to have to find, mm-hmm. and you're going to know when that time is. You know what boggles my mind is, I guess in my situation, like, and I, and I truly mean this, like, I'm okay. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. I, I swear to God, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just being real. Like, I'm putting myself out there. I don't care. Because I. this is why I wanted to do this stuff. I love it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel that if somebody can learn from my experience, the better. But, you know, it's hard because I think especially in my situation, I just know that, man, okay, I've dated a few girls in my day. I have, you know, I have a lot of friends, a few close, but I have a lot of friends it's very hard for me to find that person that I can connect with. Mm -hmm. And for me, that girl was my best friend. And that's what I feel is the situation in Sandy's place where she lost her best friend. It's just hard to fill that void. And I know that I'm not going to just be able to find that person. So that's the hardest part for me is just thinking, man, you know, I had this girl who not only was she beautiful, but like my best friend, Mm -hmm. no matter what. It wasn't about... You know, the messing around part. It wasn't about any of that. It was about just the best friend. And you, I've never found that connection with anybody in my life, guy or girl. Like even my guy guys as best friends, Mm -hmm. no way. She beats them all to a million. So I know I'm rambling at this point, but all I got to say is, Sandy, it's going to be hard for you. And Mark tossed out great advice with finding other things to fill your time with because it helps quite a bit. It's just going to take time, bottom line. It's going to take time. So thank you, Sandy, for the email. We appreciate it. And if you have any problems, if you think we're giving good advice or if you want to just ridicule us, hit us up on the email at markandmarkshow at gmail.com. And the website? It is markandmarkshow.com. Chad is coming up. You know what? I can't can't wait to ask Chad about that iguana thing. That's what, uh, if you remember that from last week, um, we want to hear about what's going on with Chad and his iguanas. That's a weird sentence. I also have to add this in. We are free on iTunes. We are. I got a few questions about that. Okay. People didn't want to pay. (laughs) I wouldn't either. Yeah. (laughs) We are free. If you have iTunes, go to iTunes, type in Mark and Mark Show. We cost nothing. Mm -hmm. 
Let's go. Okay. It's about that time. Collar buddy down south. Southern Florida. Yeah, that was an interesting conversation last week. Chad in Florida telling us that he was going to go to an iguana race. Go review episode two if you want to hear the whole deal on that. Yeah, markandmarkshow at gmail.com, markandmarkshow.com. Check out everything we've done. (laughs) It's amazing. Good evening. We are calling Chad down in Florida, our weekly, what would we call him? Weekly guest? Is he a a co-host? I'm a contributor. Look at you. Ladies and gentlemen, from Florida, the weekly contributor, Chad. Thank you. Thank you very trying. much. Hey, uh, can I send out a couple of kudos? I have I have a couple of kudos I just thought about. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's a big word for you, Mark Retta, I realize. Now, uh, here's the first kudo. I want to send it out to you, Mark Retta. Okay. For, for, and I'm very excited about this, I counted nine complete sentences uh, from the last week. Awesome. Congratulations. I know, because we were guessing it was around seven or eight. No, it was but not. we okay because I was I was ready to ask you about the word count from last week because it yeah. obviously that stock has shot up from the first episode. <laughs> Absolutely, it is, <laughs> and I also want to thank uh, and I'm, I'm giving a special shout out to Budweiser for allowing you to say those nine complete sentences because without that Budweiser, then Mark Mark Baggio would have had the same problem he had the first. <laughs> so this is very exciting. So congratulations, Mark Rutter, on a really successful week. What are we shooting for, for 12 sentences? Around there, yeah. Okay, very good. Because every time that I get on, by the time you get to this part of the show, you don't say anything. I don't know what happens to you. Do you, do you drink yourself? I, we, we've established this. I have Starbucks again today. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and by the time you get to the end of the show, you've crashed. Pretty much. Pretty much. Gotcha, gotcha. Time for a nap. Time for Mark Bretta to have a nappy poo. <laughs> I get that. Okay, Chad. Um, hey, well, you guys just had the last three minutes to yourselves. Right, so how did exactly, that work out again. for you? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. This was an A-B conversation. You can see your way out, Baggio. Uh, so, so what's happening? So I get no compliments? I get nothing? You, you've been complimented. Are you sober this week or drunk? It depends. I'm drunk. <laughs> what do you expect? <laughs> oh, good. I'm drunk uh, all the time. The show is so much better when you are, actually. So this works out <laughs> in your favor. Chad, I do a lot of things better when I'm drunk. I know. <laughs> Just remember the last time I spent the night at your house. Ooh. Oh, wow. Well, that's a whole other show, isn't oh, it? Wow. Uh, all right, Chad, I just want to get an update from you on okay, this, yes, this, okay. this iguana race that you attended oh, over the weekend. Yeah, this is exciting. This was a big thing down by us, you know. Mm-hmm. Every year they get together. And they say, what could we do to make South Florida a better place to live? And this year they came up with the iguana race. There was a small snag in this race, however. <laughs> there, there was a problem. What did they have, wild wolves running around that took out the iguanas? All the television stations were here. There were two radio stations at this event. Unfortunately, however, there were no iguanas. Oh, oh no. What? The iguana population has been virtually exterminated because of the cold weather. They were all we in your no, bathroom, we no they? Left. <laughs> it was terrible. It's terrible. So they actually had all these people showed up. They were all excited. They were all going to watch a bunch of drunken iguanas, you know, running down from one place to another, and it didn't work out. How many people were there, do you think? There might have been 200 people. Oh. Are you serious? 200 people, three television stations, 
and two radio stations were all showing up for this iguana was, contest. Was there any other attractions there, like, you know, sideshows, vendors, oh, fair well, stuff? Yes, uh, the, the three-eyeballed elephant was there, as well as um, the hairy woman. What do you think this is? This is not a circus, Mark. I didn't I mean, ask it was a circus. I mean, iguana race, it could be a fair type of... I don't even know what I pictured. This is not the Broward County Fair, my friend, okay? That's a whole other event. So let me ask you this. Since there were no iguanas, 200 people showed up, three TV stations, two radio stations. What'd you guys do? Well, uh, there was a petting zoo. Uh, That was a very nice feature. Uh, They had horses, and you were able to ride the horses around on the, you know, you know, they all are connected in the middle. It's like a big, big wheel. Yeah, that was nice. Everybody got the ride on the ponies. So what are they going to do? Are they going to do it in another week or what? Well, we first have to repopulate the species, apparently. And then (laughs) once they do that, this could take years. Mark, this is a serious situation. (laughs) Okay. Why? Why is everyone so? Uh, why is everyone excited about? I don't this? get. This is very horrible. I don't get this. this. Into a very horrible story. This is a horrible story. Did you get? So wait. Since there were no iguanas, you obviously didn't get any pictures. No, there are no pictures to speak of of this event. Chad. Yes. Let's cut the crap. <laughs> What's going on in your life, man? Give me something juicy. What's going on, buddy? Well, okay, I, okay, let me I'm going to share something. I want to ask you guys a question. Hey, we got a few uh emails concerning you. People were wondering about you, what you look like. Really? Yes. Really? Well, that's very exciting. I am uh, 5 foot 3. No, you're not. I'm 5 well, foot 3. <laughs> well, I'm a hunchback now, you know. I have osteo. <sighs> Uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, uh, I, do people really want to know what I look like? Sorry, oh, sorry to our osteopotties out there listening. We didn't mean it. <laughs> exactly. You know, those potties, is that what they're calling them these days? That's what we're That's calling what them, we're potties. Potties. Yeah. You know, that could be misinterpreted. It could be. It could be. Because but, if you're considered a potty, you might have to go to the bathroom. This and whole, that might not, that'd be a whole other problem. This whole show could be misinterpreted if you ask me, <laughs> so it just goes with the flow. That's very true. That's a very good point. So anyway, so what, uh, these emails from people, I don't understand. People actually like me? People actually like you. That's why we decided to call you for the third week in a row. Right. Wow, this is great. I'm going to have to ask for some payment after this week, I think. Well, if when yeah. you get paid, let us know where you get paid from because <laughs> yeah, exactly. we need payment too. Yes. Like well, right now, you're getting a cut of what we're getting. Okay, well, <laughs> speaking of cut, I'm six foot. I'm 180, I'm muscular, I'm blonde, I'm blue, I'm smooth, I'm six inches, I'm cut. Uh, oh, and I, wow. I occasionally, occasionally shave. Really? Uh, you ask. I'm telling you whatever, what everyone wants to see me look like. Do you know what I find odd is you're six foot, you said you weigh 180 pounds. I'm like 5'6", yeah. 5'7", five, five, and I weigh like 160 pounds. Yeah, I, believe me, and mine is all muscle. What's your story? <laughs> I'll have to show you my story, buddy. Wow. Oh, yes. Poppy Chulo. I think I'm cut off from the high life. Wow. You're you're cut from what? (sighs) I'm just asking. No. No, I want to ask you guys a question. Can I ask a question here? Sure. Go for it. Is this show still a relationship-based show, or have we gone off the the deep end here? We we just came off of a uh, good relationship question. Well, we came off of a relationship question. The question was good. I don't yeah. know about the relationship. We, we just took a call from a uh, potty. Oh, you did? You took an actual call? We took a live actual call. 
Yeah, so you'll be able to hear it coming up here within the next 10 hours at markandmarkshow.com. And if you have any questions for Mark Breda or myself, Mark B, or Chad down in Florida, you can email us at markandmarkshow at gmail.com. And you can also go to iTunes. Our podcast is free. doesn't cost any money. Just type in Mark and Mark Show and it will be on your iPod. That's something. Uh, so here's, but this is more of a relationship dating type of question. Okay. Do you, do you straight people have a an application for your iPhone to look for other eligible people in your in the immediate area? Well, a few is things I need to address here. So, Chad, are you saying you're not straight? Is this coming out in the show clear and yes. bluntly? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm a big flaming homo. That's fine. <laughs> That's why we love you, buddy. Of course. I'm not going to lie to anybody, but I wanted to ask you guys this question because I, I'm going to tell you something. Okay. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to see gauge your response. Is there some such a thing for you, for you straight? Well, I don't have an iPhone, but I have Twitter, and I do know that now I can go onto my Twitter and I can put people around me, and yes. within a certain radius, I can get people's tweets that I'm not connected to. Really? Yes. It's pretty huh. dope. Like it'll really? be people are going to a restaurant. Like pan, somebody will put like Panda Express at eleven thirty, and I'm like, damn, I work right above Panda Express. Just mm. some random guy, some random girl, whatever it is. So that's kind of cool. But no, I don't have the iPhone, so I don't have that app. Are you telling me there's an app for this? I'm telling you there's an app for the gays. Wow. Now this this is interesting because I just I just read about this within the last couple of uh, weeks, and 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 basically it's an app that you download. And basically what it does is it, it uh, any other person that has this app, it will find you the closest people within like two miles of you. So, for example, you, 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 okay, I'm here in my house. It will tell you the closest people from like a matter of, not kidding you, 25 feet or less. Um, all the way out to five, six, seven, eight miles. Now you have to be registered into this app, like so. You're going to put your name, your location, your name, where you live, your age, and your that you're gay, or is it just? Yeah. No, well, well, everybody on there is okay. So you know, so that's fine. But no, it's it's just a matter. You would create a profile, like you would, let's say, for uh, uh, one of those accounts that you guys have, maybe the Craigslist or something. You, you know, you're familiar with the Craigslist. Absolutely. They have all those, mm-hmm, yes. all that uh, slutty sex on there, and all oh, that slutty no. stuff. No, shenanigans. It's disgusting. Uh, and then, but you you create your profile. You take a picture with your iPhone, and then you put it up there. And then, apparently, what happens is these men go on these hunting things, and you you know you can find the people that are closest to you. It's it's amazing. This this sure beats out some of those other uh, websites that they have for. This for is getting people. scary. Technology is really starting now. This is a whole nother conversation. I don't know if we want to get into it tonight, mm-hmm. but technology is starting to really scare me. Right. Really scare me. Yeah. It scares me too. I mean, isn't, isn't that something that you can actually, you know, I, find I, someone that's 20 I to 30 want, feet away from you? I, maybe I'm just, I'm such a private person that I don't want that information. I don't, like, whatever that GPS thing on your phone, is that what they use to locate where you are? Yeah. Because I, yeah. I want to make sure I turn that off. I mean, of course, it should be on for an emergency, but. I mean, when Facebook, not to slam Facebook, when they change that privacy stuff, I shut down my Facebook for a while. 
What privacy stuff did Facebook change? They, they made some changes in their privacy policy. They basically said that whatever you put on there becomes the property of Facebook. Yeah, I saw that. You know yeah. what? I did see that list go up, and like I do with everything, if it's a lot to read, I just disregard it and hit okay. Right. <laughs> I assume that everyone has my best interest at art. I probably shouldn't. But on a real serious note here, this is kind of creepy. But I do see some positives coming out of this, whether you're straight or gay. If they had a straight app for this, check this out. Let's say you're at a bar. It's 3 a.m. You're a little tipsy. I'm sure you've experienced this before. Maybe once or twice. Okay, very good. In the last week. (laughs) Chad, have you been to Tallulah's? And let's say you were looking for a quote-unquote companion for the evening. Know what I'm saying? You could go onto this app. Yes. You could go outside and boom. Hey, 20 feet away. Let's say if it was for the straight people. I'm straight. Marissa is 10 feet away. Marissa's in the pizza shop. And I find out. Marissa is looking for a companion as well. This is just, it's going to happen. I'm going to walk into the pizza shop and I'm going to say, Hey, Marissa, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> no, okay. That might be interesting, though, but here's the problem. Now, what in her, Marissa might have a profile that says looking for an S&M woman for the evening. Then what do you do? Go to the, n- the next closest 20... female. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm not well, picky. <laughs> just because she's 20 feet away doesn't mean that you're automatically going to be able to hook up. True. But at least it's a start. I mean, well, wouldn't I look at the details before I go and approach her? Of course. Okay. I would hope you would. So let's just say Marissa was just looking for a single guy. Then it would work out for me, right? Correct. But what if he's lo- she's looking for someone who's tall and about 400 pounds? <laughs> then I'm just using then it, it as an example. It wouldn't be just 25 feet away then. Sorry. True. Uh, I mean, after you get rid of the 10 rolls, then it'll probably be about eight feet away at that point. Well, truthfully, if she was looking for someone who was tall and 400 pounds, I'd probably just go see if she wanted to have a few more drinks and see if I couldn't coerce her into something after that. Because we all know after a few drinks, everything becomes negotiable. Absolutely, of course. At least my standards drop. That includes anything, absolutely. For sure. (laughs) But if that was the case, so then I would move on to, let's say, Nicole's 30 feet down the street, and she's at another bar. Let's say I'm in Lincoln Park. There's like 30 bars all next to each other. So then I go to Nicole. So let's say I go 0 for 2. Nicole doesn't want to have anything to do with me. At some point, I'm going to find something that will want to deal with me for the evening. At some point. At some point, you're going to be considered a stalker as well, I believe. Yeah. Oh, Too late. I already am. I'm on lists. That app releases you from that label, though. Please. Hell yeah, well, it does. Because if you're on that app, you're right. already just... Yeah. yeah. You're already labeled, you know? Yeah. It is what it is. Because you know you're not going to find your housewife on that app. <laughs> you well, know? it's possible. Anything's possible, I suppose. I guess so. Wow. But uh, So that's your million-dollar idea. You could actually create this app for the straights. I could. And- <clears throat> And, but this is the next big thing. This is this takes out the the Craigslist and any other weird, weird slutty sex site that we that us gays have. Yeah, that's okay. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here, my friend. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but but that's fine. I I think it's something for you to think about. I will. So, Chad, what do you have coming up this week? What do I have coming? Yeah, up this tease week? us for next week. Oh, ooh, ooh, tease you. Oh, I'd love to tease you. 
Uh, well, very interesting. My, I'm up for a big promotion at work, and by next week I should know, hopefully, that, uh, that I will get this promotion or I will not. Okay, what do you do now? What's your position now? I am a store manager. And what is the promotion potentially going to be? It would be, be a permanent store manager. <laughs> I'm an acting store manager right now. You're okay. an acting store manager. Yes, I, I am currently acting as one, and I play a great role. And I think they're willing to offer me a couple more seasons ahead of time. So good. this is very exciting for me. Good, good, good. Well, you're in my prayers. You deserve it, man. You're a good guy. I know you know what you're doing, but you have to promise me this. If you get this store manager position, yes. you need to fly up here for yes. the summer, just for the hell of it, for a week or a weekend. Just come on up, man. You have to participate in our podcast, and we have to go out and drink some beers. I'm, I'm so on that. Whether I get this promotion or not, I'm going to do that anyway. Okay. It doesn't matter if I get promoted or not. But your Chicago is always on my destination list because I have always free places to stay, and I always manage to get a free meal squeezed out of someone and, and free drinks. Cool. Well, I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and you always have destinations down here. Mark, Breda, I even have an extra space for you. Cool. That's yeah. in his bed, too. Oh, oh, my gosh. I'm telling you. That, that is great, though. Wow. All right, buddy. Well, we will talk to you next week. Thank you, Chad. We appreciate Gentlemen, it. Gentlemen, it was always a pleasure, and uh, I will leave you with one final thought of the evening. <laughs> uh, don't count your chickens before they hatch. A little bit of advice for you with your job coming up here, man. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and don't sit on the eggs before they hatch as well because then they'll be messy yolks <laughs> all right man thank you we appreciate it chad see all right guys see you later see you later talk chad. to you next week buddy all right bye-bye oh. he's talking about jobs and that brings up a question that i'll have to bring up in the future i'm not gonna do it now can i say something when we really go into me? meetings <laughs> in our weekly in our daily meetings for the show we'll talk about it what, what am i doing right now can you just pick can you just give them you, I'm, what am I doing right now? Closing your eyes. You're rubbing your eyes out of, I'm not sure if it's frustration. I'm wiping of, my face. I'm sitting back yeah. in my seat. Has the show gotten worse? I'm thinking. I feel like I, the show is taking there, a turn for the worse. There is a point, multiple points, where I felt like we were going downhill and gravity was taking over. <sighs> I just don't know what to do anymore. Right. I don't know what to do. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> I've got nothing. I have no words. I, I mean... I'm being, I'm kidding. I'm really kidding. I just feel like, I don't know. Jesus. We have some freaking characters. All of us. By the way, hey, I just got my picture emailed to me of, um, I met Apollo Anton Ono. Yeah, you did. Olympic champion today. Mm -hmm. right. Awesome. That's I just got great. the picture. That's cool. Yeah. I'm going to put it up on Facebook today. And I'm so sorry, man. I know you had messaged me and said, dude, can you have him sign something? Oh yeah, no, that's all right. I got your message before he even came. I saw, well, it was actually as he was coming right in, mm -hmm. I got your message. Dude, he was in and out. And, oh. you know, it's well, that's like. That's the way in studio things I know, go. We know, I know as radio people that there's no. I feel like Julian ran out and got something signed by him because uh -huh. I saw Julian carrying a magazine back. Okay. But Julian had darted down the hall when he did it. Okay. So I kind of feel bad, man, because I really wanted to get that for you. Oh, that's all right. I thought it'd be an awesome present. Because how often do you get to come in contact with someone like right. that? You know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not like 50 Cent or, you know, he actually is like 50 Cent. He's mm -hmm. big as hell. Right. He's huge. Yeah. Pop culture all the way. Definitely. Well, I saw the picture of Jay and Julian. Yeah. 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 Cool. yeah. yeah. Um, 
he's a really cool dude. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. Right. So yeah, my buddy and I were talking about him a couple of weeks ago, and we are impressed at his maturity. Like, if you, I mean, I didn't really follow follow him, but I follow the Olympics, you know. And eight years ago, that guy, he has changed since then. Even four years ago, mature. Um, and like you said, he seemed like a cool, laid back kind of guy. I don't know that I saw that eight years ago. No, he's changed quite a bit. Although mm-hmm. he did have his little hiccup at the Olympics. Right. He got mad, but that's okay. But that's just... I mean, when you're an athlete mm-hmm. and you're in, you know, a stage like that, mm-hmm. you're going to get upset. Right. Things are going to ruffle your feathers. Right. So it's okay. I'm totally cool with that because I get upset too, so mm-hmm. I understand it. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was that? What was that noise? <laughs> I don't know. It was a Pepsi can hitting the mic. Well, I think that's going to probably do it for the show today. We had some relationship advice go on. We had Chad. Yeah, that was pretty good. I had fun. Well, the relationship advice, I mean. Right. Chad is always a never know where you're going to go and never know how you're going to feel when it's done. Always a surprise. Uh, that guy, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Keeps me coming back for more. Hey, by the way, again, check out our website. It's markandmarkshow.com. We're also on iTunes. It costs nothing. It's free. It's free. So if you want to subscribe, that way it gets on your iPod. You can check us out while you're running, giving the kids a bath, giving the dog a bath, giving yourself a bath. <laughs> I feel like I might just go home and take a bath. There you go. Probably a good idea. If after this show. <laughs> I need to clean a few things after this show. Ugh. And don't forget to email us your questions, topics, anything you want to talk about, markandmarkshow at gmail.com. Anything else you'd like to add? I think I'm done. Anything you're going to do this week? Fun coming up? This week? Oh, what do I have this week? No, I'm hoping to catch, you know, I want to veg this weekend. Uh, I have to fill in again on Sunday. So I want to veg this weekend. Maybe catch a couple movies. Nice. We'll see. I still want to see Up in the Air with George Clooney. Okay. I have a man crush on George Clooney. (laughs) I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I don't care. That is one guy who I want to meet and I want to go have some beers with Hmm. and smoke a cigar. Doesn't he seem like a cool dude? I don't don't like George Clooney, (laughs) do you? I Oh, I don't like you. Wow. How do you not like George Clooney? I don't know. What do you not like just, about him, man? What is there to like about him? The guy's awesome. I don't know. I don't get it. I really? really don't, I seriously don't get I it. I mean, he's a good looking dude. He's still single, which I love about the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, anything he wants, he's got women tossing at him. Yeah. I mean, there's stuff that he's done that I, that, he's a good actor. That I like. Right. As far as acting, but I just don't get it. He never seems to be an ass when he's being interviewed. That's true. I mean, he's always pretty cool. You know, we'll crack some jokes. Yeah. Let's see what else about him. He does that whole, um, not Haiti, what's his big, Um, you know what I'm talking about. Right, right. What's the The, name? The charitable organization. Um, Yeah. Wow, I can't think of it either. Good job, Clooney. (laughs) (laughs) No, but really, I mean, he just seems like one of those guys that, I mean, you could pull up. You could find him at any bar. No matter how much money he has, I Uh bet you you could find him at a hole-in-the-wall bar. Right. If it was possible. Yeah. And he would probably drink a Miller High Life. He doesn't need to drink a $20 beer. Uh-huh. He probably has a cig when he's drinking. Right. You know, he's definitely going to smoke a cigar. Yeah. Obviously, he likes women because mm-hmm. he's always dating random women. Right. It just seems like a good time. Yeah. I just know? don't... I mean, I don't dislike him. Yeah. I just don't see why he's all that. Yeah. Him and Brad Pitt. Two dudes, that'd yeah. be awesome to hang out with those guys. Yeah. Because yeah. you know you're going to have a good time. Right. But... Between the two, I'd rather go for Clooney. Hmm. Who's your favorite actor? My favorite actor. That's probably changed a lot um, recently. I have to think through that. Like at one point, I really liked the stuff that Mark Wahlberg was doing. Okay. 
You know, I mean, he's doable. Yeah, he's, there's, I mean, I'm not sure I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I meant as far as his acting credibility, uh-huh. yeah. it's it's doable answer. I mean, there's some stuff lately that I'm not sure. Like, I don't know what his choices were for the happening. You didn't that, catch that. Yeah, you're not missing anything. Okay, not missing anything. Well, we gonna do the show next week. I hope so. Okay. I'd like to get some sponsors. That way we could make some money. That'd be awesome. Is this possible? <laughs> I think it is possible. I mean, we've mentioned a ton of people, and these people have to hear it. Yeah. We should. Yeah. We should just start asking for free stuff. <laughs> we do it on the morning show at B96 all the time. Right. And it usually turns out for the best. May as well try. Well. People, pass on the word. Pass on the word. The more we grow, the more chances we have at sponsorship. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. We'll still do it for fun. Exactly. So we'll be back next week. All right. Next Wednesday? Next Wednesday. Sounds good. <laughs> Bye-bye. See ya.